0: In the first two weeks of 2020 alone, seven first responders were hit and killed while doing their jobs on the roadways and highways across the country. Today we are moving, move up, up the agenda. I'm Rob Lawrence and this is EMS One Stop. Hello and welcome to my audio version with additional commentary of my ems1.com one-stop column. Education, awareness, constant reinforcement and stronger legislation in highway safety are the themes of my article today. It was just a month ago on Saturday the 11th of January that emergency services responded to the scene of a vehicle crash on the northbound lanes of Interstate 27 in Lubbock, Texas. While working at the scene, Lieutenant David Hill, another firefighter and a police officer were hit by a passing vehicle. Lieutenant Hill and the firefighter were immediately transported to hospital where Lieutenant Hill passed away from the injuries he sustained. The other firefighter was initially listed as critical and the police officer sadly died on the scene. I thought this tragic event alone was going to be the basis of my moveover story and commentary, but sadly this one case is not a one-off. In the first two weeks of 2020, as I have said, seven first responders were hit and killed while doing their jobs on the roadways across the country. In 2018, an estimated 14,425 collisions were reported in the United States involving fire department vehicles responding to or returning from incidents, according to the National Fire Protection Association. The NFPA estimates that 58,520 firefighters were injured in the line of duty and of those, 4,150 were injured while responding to or returning from an incident in 2018. On the police front, more than 150 law enforcement officers have been killed since 1997 after being struck by vehicles along America's highways. Traffic-related incidents, including vehicle crashes, are one of the leading causes of death for law enforcement officers. There are also weekly stories of tow truck drivers being struck while engaging in vehicle recovery from our highways as well. This is all a tragedy and while I suspect not completely preventable steps must be taken to reduce risk and ensure the safety of our public safety workforce. Here's one site I discovered and for a sobering view of the sheer number of issues visit the Facebook page of the National Moveover Day where they collate news stories that demonstrate that there is an epidemic first responder injuries, near misses and deaths on our nation's roadways. Every state now has move-over laws on their books generally requiring drivers to give a one-lane buffer to stopped emergency vehicles. These laws require drivers approaching stationary vehicles that are displaying flashing lights including wreckers or utility vehicles displaying flashing lights traveling in the same direction to vacate the lane closest if safe and possible to do so or at least slow down. In some states it also includes municipal vehicles, utility vehicles and Department of Transport vehicles displaying flashing lights as well. Individual state laws, of course, should be researched to see what the situation is in your state. While the laws may be in place to assist with the safety of those who must respond to and on our highways, the death and injury toll keeps rising. The question therefore is what can we do? Before we get to the takeaways, a small examination of crash causation may provide some clues. Let's talk about distracted driving. Distracted driving is the most common cause of road accidents in the United States. 9% of fatal crashes in 2017 were reported as distraction-affected crashes. And every year, this surpasses speeding, drunk driving, and other major accidents as the cause. Some of the uh, leading causes of distracted driving accidents include using a cell phone while driving. From 2017 data, a total of 434 people died in fatal crashes that involved cell phone related activities and distractions. Additionally, distraction was caused by eating food or drinking from a mug or a bottle while behind the wheel. How many of you, how many of us, have done that? Data from 2017 also indicated there were 599 non-occupant, which is pedestrian, bicyclists and others killed in distraction affected crashes and as we know some of these were first responders. On to speed. Motor vehicle accidents that involve speeding are also a major cause of fatal road injuries. Driving above the speed limit is a common practice for many motorists. Even a small increase in speed can result in a much higher risk of being involved in a collision or other type of accident. Intoxication. All 50 states have a 008 blood alcohol concentration limit, above which drivers are driving whilst under the influence of alcohol, or a good old-fashioned DUI. For many motorists, even a small amount of alcohol can be enough to produce a significant increase in accident risk. Next up, reckless driving. Speeding, changing lanes without looking, Tailgating other motorists and ignoring road signs are all classic signs of reckless driving. It's an illegal driving habit often performed in combination with DUI by an intoxicated motorist impatient to get to their destination. Finally, weather. It may not come as a surprise to many readers or many listeners who have spent their fair share of time responding to highway incidents and accidents, but rain is one of the leading causes of traffic accidents. Wet weather driving risks are also amplified by poor car maintenance, such as tyres that don't provide a deep enough grip or aren't properly inflated. Because of the safety risks associated with driving in intense rain, it's important to be alert and aware of road conditions, speed limits and traffic during rainy weather. Let's move on to our roadside safety takeaways, do's and don'ts. It's been said about the opioid crisis that we're not going to arrest our way out of this. The key is education, awareness, constant reinforcement and possibly stronger legislation of the message. Cell phone laws. Laws to at least keep the eyes off the phone and the hands on the wheel do not exist nationwide. Positively though, 20 states plus Washington DC do prohibit all drivers from using handheld cell phones while driving. Additionally 36 states and Washington DC ban all cell phone use by newer drivers. There's an opportunity here across half the country to at least regulate cell phone use on the move. Let's talk about increasing punishment. Additionally the deterrence value of fines and incarceration could be affected by a legislative change Last year, Virginia enhanced the penalties for non-compliance with its existing move-over laws, increasing punishment for drivers who violate the existing move-over law. Before the amendment, the first offence was a traffic infraction punishable by a fine of no more than $250 and a second offence punishable as a Class 1 misdemeanour. The revision made all offences reckless driving and therefore a Class 1 misdemeanour. The impetus for Virginia's legislative change came after the tragic death of Fire Lieutenant Brad Clark, who was killed and three other firefighters injured when a driver of a tractor trailer drove into their fire truck as Clark and his crew assisted other drivers involved in an accident. Virginia's law change was heroically championed by Lieutenant Clark's widow, Melanie. From her tragedy came a change, but we should not wait until after the fact to create the conditions to enhance highway safety. The Governor's Highway Safety Association which represents state and territorial highway safety officers that implement federal grant programs to address behavioral highway safety issues maintains and updates a useful chart that identifies the current move over and distracted driving laws in your state. Visit that chart by clicking on the link on the original EMS1 article and perhaps if you're not covered by some of this maybe it's time to lobby for a change. Live legislation. Actually, in researching this article, I discovered a current and live federal resolution sitting on the Hill right now that could use support from us, uh, all of us as individuals, trade associations and unions. House Resolution 373 supports the goals and ideals of a national move over law day. Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona introduced this resolution in May of 2019 and importantly this has bipartisan support and is co-sponsored by Representative James McGovern. 373 has been referred right now to the House Transportation Subcommittee on Highways and Transit and so again if you follow the link look it up perhaps you can give it some support too. On to education. Moveover law education and enforcement campaigns are regularly delivered across the country and perhaps we could all rally under the aforementioned National Moveover Day legislation uh, as I just described. There are many resources available online to assist departments in creating these campaigns including NHTSA and also the other AAA, the American Automobile Association. Additionally NHTSA administers over 500 million dollars in grant programs annually. The award grants are for occupant protection, state traffic safety information systems, impaired driving countermeasures, distracted driving, motorcyclist safety, state graduated driver licensing laws, and non motorised safety. I have to go off script at this point and actually big up the highway transportation safety grants because back in my old shop in Richmond Virginia we were the recipient of tens of thousands of dollars of highway safety grants for our motorcycle safety program so take the time research it and apply because you may be lucky and get some money in order to push back into road safety and of course the safety of our providers. Finally I'm going to mention Tim. You should all be familiar with TIM, the traffic incident management process, and be a participant. TIM consists of a planned and coordinated multidisciplinary process to detect, respond to, and clear traffic incidents so that the traffic flow may be restored as safely and as quickly as possible. Effectively, Tim makes our responders safer. So if you visit my EMS1 article on the EMS1.com site, you'll see there's many, many links to the references that we've discussed here today. Uh, But here is my call to action to you. So review the traffic laws for your own state. See who is included in the move over law. Is it just police or is it much wider? Understand if your state has a hands-free mobile phone law. Remember, half of the states in the country don't have a look at House Resolution 373 and support that bipartisan request for a National Moveover Day. And finally, as I've said, we love free money, so have a look at the NHTSA Transportation Safety Grant. Remember, I've already said you have to be in it to win it. So that's all my take. I would love to hear yours in the comments section of the social media platform that you viewed my article on. Please follow me on Twitter at UKRobL or find me on LinkedIn. So I've been Rob Lawrence, this has been EMS One Stop, and until next time, bye for now.